What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox. As always, I'm joined by Dan Holloway. We're on the main set today because there's chairs missing off of our off of our normal set. Yeah. You had a you had a lady in the studio, so she yep. made a comfortable chair. Yeah. Um well we were gonna record in here because Ross is gone and shit. Um and there's a uh but he couldn't function on his own. Yeah, basically. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand, but you know nothing to complain about. It's been a, a good couple of weeks for Braves baseball. Uh, yeah, I titled this episode "The Best Team in Baseball" mm-hmm. or "The Best Best Record in Baseball." Whatever, doesn't matter. The Braves currently now, uh, as of yesterday, I guess you could say for when this show airs, uh, Thursday, June 29th, the Braves are tied with the Rays for the best record. In Major League Baseball by win percentage because they actually have different records. Yeah, I think the Rays played like two more games, but they have the same. It's whatever. The win percentage is the same. It's pretty impressive considering. Um, uh, well, the Braves didn't get out to a bad start this year like they did last year. I think they only won. I think they only won like twenty three games before June last year or something like that. Oh, they've been getting off to horrible starts yeah. for the, ex- with the exception of the COVID year. Um, where we were good the whole time, basically. Yeah. 2019 got off to a slow start. I believe the Phillies absolutely butt-fucked us in that first series, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 21, uh, we obviously um, started real slow and then you know, had the big... Uh, actually, we started, we just treaded water, and then Acuna went down, and then Anthopolis made the trades. And then last year, famously, a horrible two months, followed up by um, and a June that was almost as good as this June, which is insane to say. Yeah. Like, remember last year, we were just blowing the month of June, like, filleting it. Just like, man, this is, I can't believe how fucking good the Braves are playing. This is the best, best month I've ever fucking seen. They topped last June with this June. Um, close. If, if we win tomorrow, well, I guess technically we have because we have one less loss. And we, because a game got postponed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it'll be one less game. But yeah, they, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. I, I mean, it's been goddamn insane. 20, to give you perspective, we haven't even said the record yet. The Atlanta Braves are 20-4 and four in the month of June. They've lost four games in the last fucking month. And they've played some, like, this is the weak part of their schedule, no doubt about it. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, they've just only played amazing teams. But they actually, like, the teams they played, there were some, there's some decent shit in there. Uh, were, the, were the Diamondbacks in June? Was that the very beginning of June, I believe? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, so the Diamondbacks, a legitimate team. I believe they're in first place right now. Yep. Um, <clears throat> then we caught, uh, look, the Mets suck, although we had to come back from three runs down to win all those games. Uh, Tigers suck. Nats suck. Rockies are the worst fucking team I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Beating the Phillies, legit, mm-hmm. in a series. Or actually, well, we did win the series, but one game was postponed. But we won two games, so that series is, is, is one. Uh, and then... Taking two or three from the Reds, we're the hottest fucking team in baseball. They were a 12-game win streak by the time it was over. And then we just swept, albeit not a very good one, another first-place team in the Twins. So, I mean, there's one, I'll, I'll say one, two, three, four decent to good teams that we played in the month. It wasn't like it was all nobodies, although the middle was pretty pretty squishy. Yeah, I mean, the when the Phillies... Uh, when we went to Philadelphia, they were thirteen and two in their last fifteen games, I yeah. believe, and we spanked their ass pretty easily. Um, 
And then Cincinnati, the hottest team in baseball. Uh, uh, that first game, that was a great game, by the way. Yes, that might have been the game of the year for all yeah. of baseball. To definitely, be definitely could have won it, but we won two out of three there. And then the Twins were on a pretty good clip as well, and we just smashed their dick holes in it also. And by the um, way, that Cincinnati series, that all three games, playoff environment. <laughs> Yeah, it was nice. Like it, it was. I mean, though, the credit to those Reds fans for. I mean, they're excited because they finally have something to, to cheer about again. Although their twenty twenty team was was pretty good. It's just that they weren't allowed to go to the games, because uh, we played them in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. If you remember, had to beat uh, Trevor Bauer and Luis Castillo on back to back days, which is a yeah. fucking nightmare. But all this has happened. This crazy June has happened with. Um, <clears throat> so the Braves in in that twenty and four, I think. I don't know if it was Bauman or somebody else posted about it yesterday. In that 20, 20 and four stretch, they didn't use one backup infielder the entire time. So they, the starting four infielders were out there every single day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kyle Wright, who won 21 games last year, not there. Max Freed, one of the best pitchers of baseball, also not there. So, you know, yeah, it's a squishy part of the schedule, but you play the teams they put in front of you and when you dominate like that even with all the injuries you can't really complain about that i mean if if this team had gone so 24 games if this team had gone 15 and 9 over mm-hmm. that stretch we would have been we would have rationalized it and been yeah. okay considering the pieces <laughs> were missing instead they ripped off a just goddamn insane clip i i i and now you know it's the offense really right i yeah. mean it's more than anything like this lineup, I don't know what to keep saying about it. Um, what what's been what's just been your favorite part of watching this this stretch? I guess I just kind of want to get your opinion as a fan more than anything else. Um, I guess the thing that I like the most, well, the things that I've enjoyed the most is um, we've always known that Ronald Acuna is a great player, but he's taken whatever the next step is now. Um, He's probably about three weeks. Well, I guess the All-Star game's coming up. Uh, probably about a month away from uh, going over his career war total. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, his highest war season. Um, so he's gonna. He's probably looking at like a 10 to 11 war right now, which is you know about as good as a season you can have. Um, <clears throat> I still think he's got – he's a very streaky home run hitter, but he doesn't really try that that much to hit home runs. So he's got an outside shot at 40-40 still. So I've enjoyed watching him. He is just a hair under being on pace for 40 If he gets a home run Friday, yeah. which I think would be our 80th or 81st game, he would be technically like literally on pace yeah. for 40-40. Well, he's, I mean, he's going to hit fucking 40 stolen bases by <clears throat> before the All-Star break maybe. Uh, yeah, he may. He's in the 30s already, I think. Yeah, let's see. He's got... Um, 36 yeah so he'll <laughs> yeah he's, he'll he's, be there pretty soon he's there <clears throat> i think he's on pace for like 70 steals yeah or 68 steals or something like that i don't know i saw it the other day um and the more uh, of all the things that he's doing right now that are impressive the most impressive is the strikeouts 95 he's on pace for 95 strikeouts and 654 bats this year um you don't see that from a guy like there, there's only a couple of dudes in modern history that you've seen something like that for with 200 plus hits, um, 35 or more home runs, 100 RBI, and strikeouts under 100. You're talking about Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols. Like yep. there aren't a whole lot of people that have ever done that. Yep. To be honest, um, you saw it a little bit from 
Ken Griffey Jr. back in the day and Barry Bonds, but maybe they, Trout. I don't know what Trout's, Trout's strikeout situation. He's a, he's a one twenty to one forty guy okay. typically, um, <clears throat> but you haven't seen something like that. And and to be honest, it all looks so effortless from him. Um, and then I see a mini version of him and Michael Harris, who's gotten hot again finally. Right? Yeah. Like he, <clears throat> I don't think he was ever ever not hot. I just think he was out of rhythm and yep. and. and Yep, that's you know, a perfect way to put it. I ha- think he never a got a back settled. injury. Yeah, yeah. Is, is not the best thing for a swing. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. and, and I think you know they told him they were like, "What? Who? I forget who they said this about." Uh, it was a different player uh, from a while back, but uh, they were essentially like he could hit zero and he'd be starting every day. Um, yeah, yeah, and, I mean, and it's the same with Harris, right? Because yeah. the defense is just that good. Oh, I think it was. I actually think it was Larusa said that about Yadier Molina. Is there like he could be hitting zero and he would be in the lineup every day? That's probably right. Yeah, yeah. Back then, anyways. But <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, so Harris obviously had a rough start. Didn't play much in uh, April at all. I think he only played like seven games, maybe something like that. Six or seven he, he games. He got he left. He got hurt really quickly. Yeah. Um. He played a little bit in in May. Uh. Was in and out of the lineup a little bit. Got a lot of at bats. Struggled quite a bit, but <clears throat> you know. That was essentially like a second spring training for him, and then in June so far, which is almost over now, OPS is uh, over a thousand. He's hitting three seventy eight on base percentage near four hundred five home runs. Uh, he's driving the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the only knock I you can possibly put on him is uh, he uh, again not walking. He doesn't walk, and he swings at a lot of sliders and sweepers low and in mm-hmm. that are just obviously not going to be strikes. That's the whole, that's the gap. So if you're trying to get him out. You have to throw that pitch, and you have to throw a high fastball on the inside part of the plate, not not like center center in, basically throw off a fastball up and out of the zone. That's how you get him out. And if you miss, then you're fucked because he's going to hit that ball 450 feet. He's he's got two 450 foot home runs this year. Sneaky power. Uh-huh. He crushed that one over the chop house the other day. And by the way, I guess I can live with this version of him at 22 years old. Yeah, I mean it's like, <laughs> um. That's that's what I mean when I say he's like a little Acuna because in, in Acuna's um, age twenty two season, well he was hurt most of his age twenty two season. That was at the World Series season. Uh, that was the COVID year. Oh okay. But his twenty one, his age twenty one season, forty one home runs, one hundred one RBI, two eighty, a five point five wins above replacement for Ronald Acuna in his twenty two season. Um, <clears throat> and if you remove the injury part. Uh, from Harris this year, he would probably be on like a two uh, at a three already, right? He yeah. had a five point three last year in his rookie season in one hundred and fifteen games, right? Which almost matched Acuna's uh, year in the same age. So, um, you know, he's way ahead of schedule. They didn't expect this dude to be in the big leagues until he was twenty three or twenty four, and now he's twenty two and is the second year. Um, I the Braves are maybe he uh, he's going to keep developing this year, but once Michael Harris upgrades his approach at the plate a little bit and fixes that hole and the and the uh, low inside part of his swing you're going to have the two best hitting outfielders in all of baseball on the same team i think i don't know who's going to be better i mean you could say trout but trout's going to be on the downswing at some point soon right he's getting older well this year is is, is a down year for him uh, specifically uh and what's it i mean yeah harris is, is on base for isn't great and honestly my God, especially you're not going to leave him in the nine hole, but if he can get his on base percentage up for the next, I mean, like you, it is because his OPS is so mm. high for the month. 
I mean, it's just having a guy on for Acuna because he bats technically in front of Acuna as a nine hitter. Um, but back to your point about Acuna, one thing I've loved watching about him, um, and I noticed this in his with his second home run off Ryan the other day mm-hmm. um, against the Twins and that crazy first two innings. Um, man, that he went so deep into that at bat, and I think he was behind early, but he went deep into that bat. He missed a real nice pitch at some point during I don't remember where, and he just started fouling pitches off. And I think a pitch or two before he hit the home run, I was like, he's going to hit a home run. Like, he's, he is <clears throat> setting Ryan. Like, he's not purposely fouling the ball off or whatever, but I was like, if Ryan doesn't put him away or just walk him, because yeah. it was three and two at that point, I was like, Acuna is going to hit a home run on the next pitch he makes contact with and <clears throat> puts it fair. Like, that. Like yeah, I, I could see it clear as day. Ronald was fucking zeroed and just waiting for a pitch he could fully square up and not just foul off or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he looks as locked in as I've ever seen him. And and hopefully, <clears throat> you know, he's... It also seems like he's becoming more of a team leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's easier to do that when you're having success and you're not struggling or you're not injured or whatever. But either way, it's part of his development. He's still only 25. Um, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> I... I my sincere desire is that somebody in the organization can do for uh, Harris what Chipper Jones did for Austin Riley, which is kind of fix the approach. Now, Austin Riley's having a bit of a shit year yeah. so far. I mean, at least to his standard. But, you know, in June, he had 271 with four home runs. In May, he had 271 with five home runs. Over the course of the season, that's fucking – you're hitting 270 with 30 home runs that you can't really complain too much about that. If that's a down year, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a career year for almost any major league. Yeah. And he's on, uh, on pace. <clears throat> His RBI count is a little low. I still think I've done the data on this, the, that he's not hitting fourth. Uh, like I know Matt Olson is, is doing well in the four right, hole he's right now, exploding. In the <clears throat> but four. if you look across Austin Ryan's entire career, four seasons of getting major league at bats he his ops is like 130 points higher in the four hole than what is it in, what is it at five because i don't know I'm he's not, not inc- hit much at five okay i'm not necessarily inclined to move matt olson presently uh yeah i mean you know do what works i guess but um let's see i don't know if he's ever hit fifth in a in meaningful bats because he hit third pretty much exclusively fifth is the only place he hasn't batted actually really yeah that's but, funny but his his career OPS, um, in the four hole is like nine twenty, and it's mm-hmm. seven eighty or something in the three hole, which is where he primarily is hit. Who who do you, who do you even put in the three hole though? Really, I would put Olsen there, to be honest, or Albies. I don't know that Albies is a is a. I mean, he's, he's done well lately, though. I mean, it's kind of <clears> like you know, I don't know that I want to mess with the current success of the lineup. Yeah, and if it's. It, things don't always have to make sense. You know, some guys, some, sometimes it's just, you know, complementary rotations in, mm-hmm. in your lineup where it makes things more difficult on the opposing team or um, the way the strategy adjusts because of the lineup you set, you know, benefits your team more than than, hit, than theirs. But <clears throat> since they moved Albies to the two-hole, he's hitting 280. Um uh, uh, hit three home runs and twelve RBI over the last fifty at bats or so. So that's that's a pretty good clip. Eight sixty one OPS. Albies is damn near the lead in RBI and home runs for the National League. Yeah. I mean he's 
he's again it's the type of thing like we say the rate stats not quite ever there but the counting stats are always there yeah but i mean it depends on where he's hitting <coughs> excuse me and in the five hole he hits 348 and the three hole 286 but limited at bats um he could be a three hole guy i mean honestly it, it's pick your poison in that lineup already right so i don't know i i like murphy in the three hole because oh that's a great guy for the three hole. if you're yeah. going right left right like that or with, honestly you know this is uh unconventional but darno uh when he's in the lineup yeah sure yeah, yeah he, uh, why he's not just, a, he hits behind the runner really well yeah which is important in that in that slot so, and yeah. that's what that's why freeman i mean he the, freeman eventually got moved to two but mm. the reason freeman even thrived in the three hole is obviously he has power um but it was not his home run power that made him thrive in the three hole. It was that he just hit so well with people. Mm. He hit so well situationally. And, and Darno is to me still, I think our best situational hitter on on the roster. He might be, yeah. You know, to be honest, every now and again, I think it, it might be, uh, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, God damn it. Arcia. Like he's in big moments takes really good at bats. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't know if it's, smartness or it doesn't give a shit that the moment's big it's hard to tell yeah like travis darno is obviously thinking yes like he's going the other way on pitches like that um but it seems like arcia he's almost like um by the way that darno home run like a week or two ago i don't think i've ever seen anyone hit a ball that far he doesn't look like a very big guy to me but he that ball was at 478 i think um fucking insane yeah he that's that's i was cooking uh steaks or some shit in my kitchen and uh joel was there and i heard i wasn't watching the tv but it was on and i heard the sound and i looked over i'm like holy shit do you hear that <laughs> well he doesn't know what he's listening to you know what i mean he doesn't watch baseball or anything but i heard it i'm like oh my god i guess dorno six two two ten is what he's listed as i'm surprised by that he doesn't look that big no and um, he's also like easily uh <clears throat> no offense to travis because he might be my he, he he might be my favorite like human being on the mm-hmm. team because he just cracks me up uh easily the least athletic body like physical human body of yeah. any brave in the lineup. I wouldn't. You know what I would like to see is uh, Olson and Murphy in a foot race. I'm not sure who would win that. I think <laughs> I think Murphy would, but because he's he is a, a a year or two younger, um, and Olson is one of the slowest people I've ever seen. But yeah, he doesn't. He looks. He's got. A, he looks like a, a a baseball player from the 70s. That's what Travis Darno looks like. Yes, like Thurman Munson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just keep them away from a plane, but yeah, I would love to just see the catchers in the in the uh, three hole. To be honest, like I, I think both Murphy and uh, and Darno are perfectly suited for that. Yeah, for different reasons. I mean, Murphy is also a very intelligent hitter. You expect a catcher typically to be a pretty intellectual hitter. Um, sure, yeah. considering their. You know, obviously they know exactly what the strike zone is for that day, and uh, you know they just tend to know pitching well in general. Um, and Darno in particular has probably caught more pitchers than almost anyone in baseball at this point. Quite a few, yeah. I mean, he's he's that that's always been. Um, he's a decent thrower. He's got a good pop time actually, uh, and a decent arm. But he's not. That's not what he's good at in catching he's good at uh uh managing a pitching staff framing stuff like that that's what makes him such a good catcher um and so it's not the to your point it's not really the physical attributes that make him really good it it is the approach which i think in that in that position is probably a good fucking place to be oh yeah oh yeah that is i mean hitting between 
hitting between, I guess, Ozzy Albies and then the combination of Austin Riley and Matt Olson. I get well. You're bookended by Acuna, Albies, and Olson Riley. Right. That's you want a guy in there that's not going to give up at bats. Yes. More than anything else. Yes. Right. Like you don't you. I would never put Ozuna in that situation because no. he may he will have a lot of counting stat success in that position. But when it's time for something to really happen, he's probably going to fuck it up. I, and I and you you want I. <clears throat> that's one thing I loved about Freeman, and that was always my biggest worry about losing Freddie. Um, and it's one thing I love about Darno and to a lesser extent Murphy is that like I just think there's nothing worse for a pitcher than in the middle of a stretch like that than an at bat that you know is gonna be mentally exhausting. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like just a fucking bitch. Like wouldn't at some point when you're in a sort of marathon like that, when you're just taking blow after blow, you would almost rather face someone who's like a three true outcome guy where it's like it's a you know an A or you're gonna get A or B right <clears throat> like you know if you make your pitches you're gonna strike the guy out but if you miss by a little bit he's gonna crush you but if I make my pitches I'll be fine yeah well you know with <clears throat> with Olsen that's how it is for sure yep. if you make your pitches you can get him out yep but also he's on pace for 53 home runs right now right so <laughs> right. people aren't making their pitches very no. well well and the thing too about that is especially with uh, Riley and Olsen on the back half of that. Is that so? You've just faced a maybe the most terrifying hitter in baseball mm-hmm. to start to start off. Then you get a very very good hitter who you can't fuck around with. Then you get this mentally fucking exhausting at bat, right? This fucking just grind of a of a batter you have to face. Okay, so now you're more tired and pro- mentally certainly like that was just a lot taken out of you, which means you're more prone to make mistakes. And then you who are the new, next two guys up? Two guys who fucking murder mistakes. Yeah, there's just nowhere to hide in this lineup. Um, and as good as they've been, there's still room for improvement. That's the crazy thing. I, I mean, uh, when these guys, <clears throat> when some of these guys start getting, um, well, when 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 Freed comes back for sure, it looks like, we'll get to it in a minute, but it looks like Soroka might be back tomorrow to start games again. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, if Kyle Wright comes back with any kind of quality, I don't know what condition his shoulder is in at this point. Um, I would rather, honestly, take your time on that because Colby Allard pitched yesterday. He looked great. Yep. We've <clears throat> we've kind of known he was going to be really good for some time. He's had just rough seasons and didn't we, injuries. He, didn't He had a spot start for the Braves in 19 or 20, didn't he? 18, 19, or 20, something in that time yeah. frame. Yeah, and he we traded him to – the Rangers for Oda Rizzi, and then we traded him back for Chris. We traded Chris Martin to get him back. Right. And then he's been hurt for like three years or some shit. But he, he was um, a, a relatively <clears throat> high prospect in our organization at one time. Yeah, he's kind of like Arcia in that he was uh, he's now in his mid to late 20s. Well, I guess he's still only 25, but he's in his mid 20s now. But when he was in his early 20s, he was like a top tier prospect. So, you know, good on the, the club for bringing that guy up too, I guess. And then, there, but there's. The real question I have, and it's something I've been talking about for about a month or two now, you have <clears throat> you have long-term contracts at first base, at second base, at third base, at right field, at center field, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a long-term contract at catcher as well. Mm-hmm. Not the backup, but Murphy has a long-term contract. Um, at what point do – so there's this uh, – Joe Dunnan, do you know who that is? He's no. a third baseman in the organization. Okay. He's actually playing first base in Gwinnett right now. His OPS is over a thousand for the year, um, and 
It's like we don't need a first or a third baseman anytime soon. Yeah. Now, DH maybe, who knows, but I feel like DHs are pretty easy to come by these days, yeah. although league-wide DHs are performing very poorly this year. I don't think <clears throat> there was – It's almost DH is almost like uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think there were 30 DHs. No. You know what I mean? Well, there's I, not. I don't think there's 30 people that are that good of headers who also suck in the field. Yeah. You know? But DHs, I, ESPN ran an article about it last week. DHs are hitting like 225 this year or some shit league wide, which is fucking terrible. There weren't, the, I mean, you know, it, back in the day <clears throat> it, it, when it was just the American League, you basically had the 15 best, you had the 15 guys who could do that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then maybe you would get like a random, like I remember when uh, we had Evan Gaddis and Brian McCann, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I wish we had a DH. I wish we had the DH yeah. just because like then we can put Gaddis in at, at DA or just whip, switch them out back and forth. Um, but typically you don't, you just don't have those guys on your team no. in the old national league. Um, <clears throat> so that doesn't surprise me actually that the DH is up. Cause honestly, a lot of them are just bench guys that yeah. you now play, have to play every day, which is still better by the way. 225 is better than a pitcher. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely better than a pitcher. And I'm sure the OPS is way higher than a pitcher would be right. as well. Um, but there's guys down in the farm. He's one of them. Um, Chad Pender is one of them. He's a, uh, uh, let's see, he's, how old is this guy? He was born in 92, so he's like 30 years old, I guess, 31. Um, and he's got like an 800 OPS. He's stolen uh, uh, <clears throat> a lot of bases down there, and he's just playing in AAA for some reason i i mean and then there's the pitching in gwinnett as well which is like i know we want to bring soroka up but once i I gotta i'm very curious what's going to happen because there are only five rotation spots right and presumably we want to re-sign max freed presumably uh uh, at, at this point, you would think based on the long-term contracts they give everyone else that they have money to spend, and we're going to talk yeah. about this in a little bit. They have money to spend, and um, they're going to write a big check at some point. Yeah, presumably Freed will get a six-year deal, I'm guessing. I think it'll probably be a six-year deal, probably a five-year deal with a two club options mm-hmm. or two two mutual options or something like that, so technically a seven-year deal. I, you know, and I, I don't mind – signing a guy like him to that long of a no, contract. Yeah, I, I think I, he's intelligent and talented yeah. and he's not he's not just a big he's not just hucking the ball, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he he's a, he honestly he's kind of like a left-handed Charlie Morton who just figured mm. it out way earlier than Charlie Morton did. Yeah, he'll be effective as his velocity decreases because yes. that's not that big a part of his game. But <clears throat> presumably Freed will stick around. Morton will probably leave after this year if I had to guess. Yeah. But you're forget about that. <clears throat> Freed, Strider, uh, Elder, and Soroka. I mean, if he if he pitches anything, it seems like he's got his command back. We'll see when he gets to the major league level. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would get the yips because no. he's Canadian and right. a little retarded. To be honest, <laughs> um, he's not he's not dumb. He's a smart guy, but he's just like oh fuck. He always whatever. has like a quizzical look on his. Yeah, he, he he he's he's yeah he's that kind of guy. And then <clears throat> you know that's that's four long term rotation spots. Yeah. Locked in. So, at what point are Although, you looking at trying to flip uh, 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 Dylan Dodd or or Jared Schuster or some of these other guys? 
to somewhere else and get something for him, man. Because I, I think there's a certain amount of hesitance uh, on, on Anthopolis's part, just because uh, I mean, it's kind. That's kind of been the underrated narrative of the of the Braves the last three years, Co- the COVID season, 21, 22, and now now so four years really is. Um, never count on your rotation staying healthy. The amount of the depth we've used in, I mean, the COVID year. Ian Anderson was a nobody uh, called up, and then sure. fucking what? We didn't even have a third starter in the playoffs. It was Kyle Wright, kind of. I mean, the the dudes that we were running out in the 2020 playoffs behind Freed and Anderson were absurd. And then in 2021, same fucking thing. Like, I, I mean, uh, some guy made his first career start in the World Series. <clears throat> I forget who it was, and then Kyle Wright came in because yeah. he was the opener, and then Kyle Wright came in right after, and, and Kyle Wright had not done anything to that point either. And then, you know... Last year, same situation with Elder and shit and a couple other guys filling in the back half. And then this year, it's been – we've had uh, the la- the back two spots in the rotation have been ridiculous. And honestly, even in 2019, um, Freed was a rookie and Soroka was a rookie. Yep. Yeah, certainly all of that is true. But Strider, Elder, Freed, Soroka, Kyle Wright, it's like – yeah, you want to have <clears throat> maybe you keep a Colby, maybe you keep one or two of these guys, but they have like four, four dudes that are major league ready starting pitchers right and, now. And by the way, Ian Anderson's just on the IL with TJ, and so is Waskar uh, uh, Noah. Waskar Noah, right? Yeah. So it's like those guys are both at this point they've all they've all had surgery, so they're a year or less away from coming back and pitching. So it's like I, I wouldn't d- discount Ian Anderson being in the major league rotation within a year or two again like really like he was he kind of lost it but when he was good he was very very good i mean you could say the same thing about anoa he he tried to when he came back from that hand injury you could tell he wasn't right i think he probably just being having your routine disrupted like that probably fucked him up yeah and caused this arm injury but leading up to that point he was leading up to the point where he fucking punched a wall and fucked his hand up he was not he was just killing it um so and he's also only he'll be 26 next year when the season starts so or i'm sorry he'll be 25 when the season starts he'll be 26 (laughs) mid-season next year it's like at some point i understand making sure you have backups two is one one is none i got it man but we're in we're in dynasty mode now yep you know what i mean so it's like every time that you can and and AA is really good at this, so I I am expecting him to do some stuff. Every time you can flip something that you're not going to be able to hold on to long term into win now stuff, like you have to do it from time to time. Yeah. You just have to, right? Uh, there's no there's no way of getting around it. Otherwise, <clears throat> you know, it's so competitive in the playoffs, and anything can happen. You can't afford to not do shit. Well, and also, um, I would say. Uh it, it will probably be difficult to flip certainly Anoa, maybe Anderson, uh, but Ian Anderson has a proven track record. So it might be the type of situation where they make a trade and you do see Dodd and Schuster, maybe even Colby Allard move. Um, and then they rely on kind of the, the slightly older guys who were at one point injured for depth. When yeah, but you healthy. just, you named three lefties and two righties, yeah. right? So probably would want to keep one at least true. one of each true well and there's also smith schaubert too i mean fuck yeah he got sent down by the way not for performance they just had to make room for he might be back next week, week sometime yeah. who knows i mean jesus um, the he depth had, here is insane yeah he had one bad game so yeah and, and then there's uh there's another couple of guys like darius something or other 
um, <clears throat> is in – he's hurt right now, but he's in uh, AAA and has had success at every level. He's major league ready right now as well. It's just right. – it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And I have to assume <clears> – it's funny because we have so much of our – uh, fielders or batters locked up that we've got. I, I didn't look, but I have to imagine we're drafting a lot of pitchers, right, to keep that depth in place. I would imagine so. I mean, we have a lot of we have like we're, we're naming six or seven major league ready starters right now, right, that aren't on the major league roster. So, right. yeah, it's not it's not certainly not bad. That's uh, I mean that's just something you can literally never mm-hmm. have enough of. Uh, so it's it's interesting. Uh, real quick before we keep going. Got a, uh, our sponsor, MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit uh, up to $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, they will give you a free $1,000. If you put in 20 bucks, give you a free 20 bucks. Whatever you got, whatever you have to spare, they will double up for you if you use the promo code Drinking Bros. We love betting on baseball. Uh, actually, Daniel hit a little mini parlay last night, like a three-team, three, four-team parlay. What was it? It was two nights ago. Two nights ago? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you won like four or five hundred bucks or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Good for you. Happy for you. Did you put it in today again? <laughs> did you do one today? I haven't done one. Yeah, I did another one today. What'd you put? What'd you do? Is the Yankees? Uh, Yankees, Mets, and Angels. Okay. So when as this is live, you'll know if that won. <laughs> you can do that at mybookie.com. Use the promo code uh, Drinking Bros. There's some news that I, I got recently about the Braves that I was kind of surprised by, and that is... um. That their defense used to suck this year? Well, certainly when Von Grissom was shortstop, it was terrible. Yeah. Well, I know. I Now I expect that it sucks in places like mm-hmm. left field all the time unless Pilar or Hilliard's there, <clears throat> uh, which is not often. Um, and then obviously, yeah, when Von Grissom was uh, at short. But what I didn't realize. Well, when Harris was not playing center, I'm sure that had something to do with just because of his range factor and his ability to throw. You're 100%. Getting, you're getting wins right there. Yeah. And, you know, I know. I guess Acuna, it's no, not it's never a talent issue with him. It's just brain farts, mm-hmm. essentially. Like the other day, actually, um, uh, when we beat the Twins when Elder was pitching, uh, I think it was in the home run game when we hit a bunch of home runs. I was about to lose my fucking mind on that little league series, uh, little league sequence we had. Were yeah. you watching that game? Yeah. And um, what pissed me off the most, though, and it all pissed me off. But what pissed me off the most, though, is I think it was Murphy. Throws the second to try get to get the advancing runner after two other dudes didn't catch the ball, airs it past Albies and into the outfield, and guess who's nowhere to be fucking found? Yeah, <clears throat> like that ball got most of the way to the wall because Acuna wasn't watching the play. I guess like I don't know what the fuck was going on, and neither was Harris. By the way, yeah, both of those dudes were just like standing there. Um, so I get that there's brain farts and stuff like that, but what I didn't realize, according to um, the SB Nation site for the Braves, BatteryPower.com, they kind of looked into it. In April and May, the Braves were 15 outs above, negative 15 outs above average, which was the worst defense in, in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month, for whatever reason, in June, and you know one of the many reasons we've crushed it in June, uh, the Braves are plus eight just in the month alone for uh, outs above average, which wow. is third best in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I haven't really noticed like a crazy change in shit. I haven't either. I don't know how they calculate this stuff. I mean, it's certainly we had a lot of errors early in the season, mostly Von Grissom actually. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if uh, I did, did the math, I subtracted Von Grissom has six errors. If you take away those six, 
we would move from sixth in baseball in errors to 13th. So mm-hmm. we'd be about middle of the road if yeah. you just removed Vaughn Grissom. That makes sense. Yeah, because he's – I mean, he made like – over the course of a week and a half, I think he had like four errors yeah, uh, that were just mostly routine plays too. Um, and that's another guy to talk about. I, I just don't see – I don't see any point in keeping him in our system unless he's going to play the outfield, left field or something, because right. he's not going to play either of the corners. I don't think he can play shortstop. He cannot play shortstop. Um, he just doesn't have the hands. Like That's just like – And we and also Shoemaker <clears throat> right there Yeah. also. He just hit for the cycle last yeah. night or the other day, I believe, at Gwinnett. But Grissom is a he's a good hitter. Like yeah. he's a major league ready hitter right now. It just sucks. I mean, honestly, it would I wouldn't be upset if they launched uh, Ozuna, no matter what his success is, launched Ozuna into the fucking stratosphere, um, and then made Vaughn Grissom, you know, one of the DH yeah. rotational guys because I, he hits well. He he's actually not. <clears throat> During the early part of the year, he was doing some pretty good situational hitting, hitting behind the runner and stuff mm-hmm. like that as well. But, yeah, as far as the defense goes, I think what probably changed is Harrison Center, his range factor and his ability to throw people out and stuff like that, that's probably a big part of it. I mean, he was certainly not there for a decent chunk of April and May. Yeah. And that alone probably cut into the outs above average yeah. or whatever. It, I mean, 100% it did. <clears throat> um. And then having a shortstop like fucking RCM makes every play. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, let's see what his feel. I think he's got like one error. No, he's got zero errors this year. Sweet. I'm sorry, he's got five. Sorry, I was reading the wrong line. Uh, he's his uh, fielding percentage is 98. That's not that's not bad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot better than what Von Grissom was doing. And uh, I also don't think Von Grissom had like great range either. As far as no, he did not have great range, and he doesn't have. He's got a decent arm, but like, RC has got a fucking hose. Oh yeah, he really throws the ball well. Oh yeah, that fucking play the other day uh, where Ozzy scooped it to him because he couldn't turn around to make the throw, and mm-hmm. RC had just spun around. Just, I mean, that was heat. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and let's see. Um, Harris so far in sixty games, fifty-eight games, has point four defensive WAR. So that's like you're you're looking at like a the same from last year, but about one point three yeah. defensive war over the course of a season. Um range factor is two two nine. I mean he's he's fucking good. I guess I guess that makes sense that, that it was shitty because our two starting two of our three starting up the middle dudes were yeah. out. Pre- right? Premium defensive positions right. for sure. I mean yeah. and what's funny is that we still had Murphy who is the I think he's grading out as the best defensive catcher in baseball this year. He's got to be. I don't know who else would be in front of him. Real Muto would be the only one off the top of my Maybe, head. Maybe, yeah. He's pretty legit. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're missing your shortstop and center fielder, both of whom are excellent defensively, mm. the latter being maybe the best in baseball defensively, mm. uh, I, I suppose that'll affect the defense. Um, I mean, we do have a lot of errors, though, like I said. We, we rank six, I think, in errors in baseball. And... Um, yeah, so that is what it is. I kind of looked at the rest of the numbers just in terms of, like, put-outs and assists and stuff like that, and we're kind of just floating around the middle or whatever. But one thing I will say that's always weird to me with defensive statistics is is sometimes you'll have a team, that, and they'll tell you it's bad defensively, and you'll be like, well, I don't really get it because I see yeah. these guys. Like, I would understand if – I'm not trying, even trying to shit on the Phillies, but I would understand if I've got, like, the F- Phillies people in the in – the, 
field, right? If I got yeah. Schwarber and left and, you know, just a, a, a Trey Turner's great, but otherwise, like, just a lot of dudes who are mm. just kind of klutzes. Um, I wouldn't even bother arguing. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, it always confuses me. I'm like, is it range when I see these guys? It's like, because their hands are good, their arms are strong. I was like, is it just something that I can't pick up on the television like range, basically? Yeah. Because they look smooth. You know, you can see, you can't see a guy track a ball all the way and shit like that when you're watching on TV. But you can see when roughly around the time they're handling it, the ball, the camera cuts to them and you can see like, okay, they look smooth. They look natural. They look like they know what they're doing. There's nothing yeah. clumsy or rigid about this. And yeah, that, that's what yeah. I see with the Braves, even when they were allegedly having bad mm. defensive times. Like, I don't really see, see anyone out here with the exception of Rosario um, who, and Grissom, who I would look at and be like, yeah, they're, there's just not, they don't look right. Even Riley, who is, the doofiest body body wise of all the dudes still i feel like is kind of slick even he's got pretty good hands yeah even if it looks he's kind of like chipper right where he he, he's well practiced it doesn't necessarily look like he's doing it naturally but he's well practiced and can like just do what needs to be done he's a bit of an oaf i guess um but he's got really good hands especially after years of working with wash but yeah i think I mean, if I had to guess, you, I'm sure you could look into advanced stats and figure it out, but I bet during that period where Grissom was at short and Harris was out of center field or the overla- not just the overlaps, but that total period of time, I bet some of the key f- stats in even in acts, but also in defensive run saved and, and defensive war, range factor is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Huge part. <clears throat> so, and those... That that's probably the aside from just the errors. That's probably because I don't think Hilliard or anybody made a bunch of errors in center field. Hilliard right? and Pilar are both really yeah. sturdy fielders. But I, I bet it's I bet it's just the rain because Hilliard and Pilar are fast and they're good outfielders. But Michael Harris is different. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. He's like one of the best I've ever seen doing that. So oh, yeah. I, if I had to guess, that's probably what it is. Michael Harris Hilliard is a great defender, <clears throat> but it's sort of the difference between like having uh uh maybe like travis kelsey out there versus just like i don't know jalen ramsey Mark like an Andrews elite cornerback yeah. you know what i mean oh, like I saying, yeah. because like uh, hilliard is built like a tight end like literally yeah. he's fucking he's huge. a big dude but he moves he's got a great sprint speed and stuff like that but <clears> there's just something about harris where you just have that he just glides in a way and he, the yeah. speed is is insane yeah he's uh he that dude's fucking legit yeah harris to me is actually i think i've said this before very reminds me of michael Bourne a lot uh, mm. But a much better hit. Yeah, than way better, yeah. But definitely, well, better power for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Michael Bourne was a 280, 285 hitter. Stole a lot of bases. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Harris <laughs> has the power that, that Bourne certainly did not. But defensively, I think they're extremely similar. Um, but yeah, I, 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 that, I just, that stood out to me. And again, I, I didn't expect at, <clears throat> at any point for the Braves to be the best defensive team in baseball. I still don't. Um, but I, I was like, fuck, like dead last. That is shocking to me yeah um but we're not anymore yeah so that's great uh last but not least i saw this the other day uh your buddy gary sheffield jr mentioned Mm -hmm. it however i have seen this um floated around quite a bit in other corners um so i just want to talk about what do you what do you just what do you i've seen us mentioned as dark horses for otani Mm -hmm. as a free agent i said earlier that i think we have that some that at some point we're going to write a check what do you – I don't think the probability is high. I certainly think it would be plus money on mybookie.com promo code Drinking Bros. But I don't think it's – I don't think the odds would be insane. So what do you think, like a, a 
five to one, you know, like a twenty percent chance, ten uh, percent chance, hundred like ten to one. Uh, I, I just, how many teams do you think will be in on him? Um, the Mets will try. I think they'll let um, Scherzer or Verlander or both expire. I, th- I think the Mets are going to trade Scherzer this year. They might. Yeah, he yeah. said he'd waive a no trade clause. <clears throat> he knows the sunsets here. He's not dumb. Mm-hmm. He's still being effective. He wants to go fucking be on another winner. Yeah, I could see that. Um, um, the Mets, I don't think... Well, it's not just a matter of who from the team side would do it. It's who is, uh, who's Otani going to go to. Because mm-hmm. the word on the street is he wants to win. Because if he just wanted to sign this half a billion dollar contract with the angels. Like they've done two of them already. Oh yeah. I mean, not, not that to that level, but they did a long-term massive contract with, uh, with pools. Mm-hmm. And they did it right over again with trout. Right. So clearly they don't have an issue doing that. And it would be, it would save them a lot of embarrassment to be able to resign him. Right. But I don't, it seems like he doesn't want to stay there. Well, <clears throat> I, lucky for them that they're winning now. Um, yeah. I mean, certainly, well, maybe, maybe not, right? Like, are you? Are, I do wonder what's going to happen in in, in uh, Anaheim if they're gonna if they're gonna hold on to him just to save the embarrassment of not having traded the best player ever. You know I, well, I mean? they're not going to trade him right at this point because they're fucking contending. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> like ser- seriously, the haul that you could get back for him. If it was a if he were traded to a team that he intended to sign with, especially right, that would be the thing. Yeah. So the team would have to be to give up the amount of assets you would need to trade to get him. They would have to be like one close to major league ready, probably, and a lot of them. Oh yeah. Um, which Fucking you know roster of them. Yeah, <clears throat> but man, I don't know. But the 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 alternative is they do nothing right now. They finish in third place in the American League West and they lose the best player of all time and get nothing for him, right? Yeah. So I don't know, like it's... But, it, well, I mean, here's the thing, though. They punched their ticket. They're in the playoffs right now. Um, Barely. <laughs> and they're not, I don't think they will stay. I. It's, what do you think that, I mean, they could be making moves too, I suppose. You know what I mean? To try and beef it up. Because part of their, they can't pitch Otani with a straight face. Um, Wait, they're out. They're, they're not in the playoffs. I'm they're sorry. They're just out. Yeah, they're half. I game mean, they're out. yeah, half game out. So it's not that far away. Yeah, I, but I don't think they can talk to speak to Otani with a straight face about winning if uh, they, um, you know, don't make moves to try to to try to win this year when, when they yeah. when they're in a position to do it. I mean, teams have done that before in in uh, what do you call it? in mediocre or so years when they're trying to hang on to a star player, mm-hmm. they'll make some moves to assure them that they're going to fucking they're compete. To- I think it's done between Otani and the angels. Honestly, I don't think that relationship could be salvaged, but when you look at the teams that have that both have the payroll too, and then the kind of teams that spend that kind of money, there aren't many of them. I mean, the Braves are spending the most money they've ever spent before. And the deal between Atlanta's franchise and Liberty Media is that they can spend whatever money they make. Now, luckily, it's been a couple of fucking uh, 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 bearish or, or uh, bullish years, rather. The battery is printing money. And yeah. the thing with Otani is, for me, always, is uh, you're going to – I mean, if you put that guy in your stadium, 81 mm. games a year, I feel like you're going to get your ROI on that. The, the highest-paid player in baseball right now is Max Scherzer. 
and it's per year. A, it's a stupid fucking deal. Yeah. It's oh yeah, fifty eight million dollars. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but it was part of a a front or uh, a backloaded long term deal. Um, and then second is Verlander at forty three point three. So you know, and then I looked down the list of Major League Baseball payrolls. Forget about the Mets because they're uh, almost a hundred million in front of anybody else. Yeah, but the Yankees are two seventy seven. Uh, the Padres are at about 250. The Phillies are at about 245. Dodgers at 222. Angels at 212. Toronto at 209. And the Braves come in at 203. Um, <clears throat> you know, with with Morton coming off the books, that's 20 mil, so you're down to 180. You can give him 60 mil a year, and, and it'll be a 243 million. All things else staying the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can sort of justify that by being like, actually, we're paying two players 30 mil a year. 100%, yeah. So then you're talking about, um, you know, Freed, Otani, Strider, and then you know you've got some other assets that you can trade to rebuild. Like you, you, the farm team typically when you bring in a star player like that is going to struggle for one reason or another. But didn't you? You would literally have the assets left over to trade away to rebuild your entire farm system at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't. <clears throat> for me, it is a no lose situation for the Braves. I. I I, you have to make that deal if you can. I'm not sure what's going to happen, though, to be honest. Yeah. It, it's just interesting to me. And by the way, man, the Angels, and I, I know they're they, – they've started to make little moves, okay? They, they've added they, – and this is going to sound dumb, but I don't care because I, I did like the move. They added Mike Moustakis, mm-hmm. who I think has gas left in the tank. Yeah, I mean, his his uh, home run to a bat ratio is pretty good. That's And that's what he's yeah. there for. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. like when we signed Solaire, right? Like, it's yeah. you're, you're buying low on a big bat who I think who they thought is is a better hitter than he's showing right now. I totally fucking agree with that logic. They're starting to make tweaks. They're starting to make moves. Um, they need another pitcher. The rest of that rotation is fucking grim. Like, it's bad. Uh, like, Sandoval and Detmers as your two and three is fucking terrible. And then Anderson and Griffin can it. I mean, like, fuck. I, it's... It's a bad rotation. I don't know how they're they're doing as well as they're doing right now, even to be honest. Um, aside yeah. from the fact that Shohei Otani, I mean Hunter Renfro's having a nice year, um, and Trout's down though. I mean Trout's still having a good year for a mm-hmm. human being, but um, not necessarily for for Mike Trout. Uh, and then Rendon, who was supposed to be their other big signing, is uh, a dead person. Brandon Drury is still playing well. I like him. He's a good player. He came from uh, what? He's bounced all over, but he was in Cincinnati a couple of years ago, and then he went to San Diego midseason, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's doing. He's having a pretty good season, too. But it, it's a, it's kind of a fucking mis, mis, mix-match lineup and rotation. I, I just don't – like there's – when you look around the league, when you look at teams like even Houston, who's, you know, been up and down a little bit this year, but teams like – well, they've been riddled with injuries. Yeah, the the Texas amount of fucking power, firepower in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at Tampa Bay and how well rounded of a team they are, how well they play together and stuff. Um, <clears throat> and in, in the in the National League, the the Braves and the fucking Diamondbacks and even the Dodgers right now. What what you have to think to yourself as a GM: What can I do to this team to make them competitive against all, all these? teams that i've mentioned all the other teams except for texas uh who has like one of the best offensive baseball they all have three fucking premier starters on their team right yeah. at least three 
if not more, and then have God, solid bullpens as well. God knows Texas tried. <clears throat> yeah, they certainly tried, but you know that I could have I could have warned you about Jacob Degrom. Degrom yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's like Tampa Bay. McClanahan's out right now, but he'll be back. It's just yeah, like inflammation with him or something. But Tampa Bay, good rotation, good bullpen, good closer. Same with the Braves. Same with the Dodgers. Same with the fucking Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. It's like. You're just not. There's nothing you can do to this Angels team that's going to make them. And look, punch, I, I, punch your ticket, and may, who knows what could happen, right? right? But like, you're, it's not just about winning. Well, it's, you know, a, it's you, about the it's about the perception that Otani has for the the, uh, the ability to win, right? You know yeah, what I mean? It's funny though. Like even a lot of those quote unquote like punch your ticket teams, a lot more loaded than they get credit for being, because their record was shitty that year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the the uh, sort of quintessential punch-your-ticket team is that 06 Cardinals team, who was one game over 500. But that team was hurt all year and removed from 200. They won 100 games back-to-back the two years before that, and an NL pennant was in the NLCS the other year. So they were in the NLCS three years in a row, won the World Series third year. That's not quite a shitty team, right? That's a circumstance of that year. Same with the Cardinals in 2011, punch-your-ticket. Like, that that team was loaded. They just kind of farted their way through half the year then got it together at the end and then the braves in 21 that was an absolute punch your ticket team but at the same time that team was a lot more loaded than an 88 win team had should have been right like there were injuries there were all this shit it it just the the record was not representative of the quality of the team you could probably say the same with that first giants team that won the world series 2009 10 10 yeah Um, that's right yeah even years yeah, prob- probably so, yeah. And it's <clears throat> and that's what I say. I look at this Angels r- roster, and I'm just like, what do you do well? Yeah. Um, they don't score a lot of runs comparatively. Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by comparatively, but they're uh, probably like seventh in the league in run scored. That's yeah. not bad, but it's not like you're crushing it. And <clears throat> they uh, – uh, you know, they've given up 50 more runs than the Braves have, for example. That's they, a lot. Do they even have a positive run differential? Oh, uh, yeah, they're plus 38. Okay. Yeah. So that part's good, but they don't play well on the road. And, and you know, I don't know, man. I just – I don't see – like, they what they do well is have the best player in baseball. <laughs> right. Right, but this isn't the NBA. Like, yep. you can't LeBron James your way through the Major League Baseball playoffs. It doesn't work like that. No. Um, so we'll see. Look, I think you were right. You said something like two months ago <clears throat> that the guy, that the Angels will probably hold on to him because nobody wants to be known as the fucking asshole who traded the best player ever because there's one asshole that did it previously, and it was the fucking curse of the Bambino for the next 100 years. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like literally 100 years. So you don't want to fuck around like that. No. It might just be bad juju to fucking <laughs> trade Otani. You just got to eat it and do what you want. But it would be, I think – if it's my if I own this team and my general general manager lets the best player ever probably get away without getting anything in return for it, that person's got to go. Yeah, it is. But it, what choice do you have? I mean, it's a fucking shitty situation. It's not good for them either way. I guess just win the World Series this year. Yeah, good, good <laughs> fucking luck. I mean, maybe they could pick up Scherzer. Scherzer and Otani at the top of rotation. Maybe I still don't think they could win though. I mean, but why the fuck not? You know, yeah. give it a shot. And honestly, at this point, <clears throat> Scherzer's one year. Right? Yep. So fuck it. It's one year, and at this point it's prorated, so you're only paying half of it. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck not? I think that would be 
that would be a smart move yeah. on their part. They better buy. I mean, it doesn't even matter. D- look, don't give up the like your your best prospect or anything, mm-hmm. but you need to be fucking buying. Yeah, they got to do the something. Angel. They got to do something. Otherwise, that franchise is going to be fucked for another twenty years. Yeah, it's not. They might as well sell Trout at that point. If they lose Otani, they might as well trade Trout. Yeah, I don't know what else you do at that point. Um, it is what it is. But that's all I got for today. Talking about Braves baseball and I guess Angels baseball for about fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, for Dan Holloway, I'm Rob Fox. We'll see you.